0: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and three hundred sixty five day returns. Whoa. Something just fell on the roof. It just was like a big boom. whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. From Vice News, you're listening to source material. Unnarrated, unfiltered, World events told through the recordings of those who lived it. Episode Seven The Storm. Uh, My full name? Okay, that's going to be tricky, because it's it's in Spanish. (laughs) Okay, my name is Laura Marrero, and I am from Puerto Rico. And I'm currently a student in the city of San Juan. It's a beautiful day here in Puerto Rico, and uh, me and my friends are going to be shooting some Instagram videos, and who knows? Maybe they'll end up on YouTube as well. I wanted to do film because... I've always been a very creative person. So, this is the field we're going to be filming and taking pictures. I really wanted I to see what I could do with that talent. I wanted to take that talent that I had and see I like an if I could like here, I? transform it into something and see what I could become in the process as well as a creator. I don't really know what I'm going to do. Seriously, I, I was gonna, testing the waters in many different genres and styles of editing location and I go to it and whatever happens, happens. So I was starting school. I was starting, I believe it was my second year of college. We were like two weeks into it and I remember sitting You know, in my typical coffee shop, and I saw the news that there was a hurricane coming. And they were saying that this was like the most historical hurricane for the first time in like a hundred years or something like that. And it was headed directly towards me. So I was like, well, maybe I should record this. As we take it day by day, over the evolution of this hurricane. By Wednesday afternoon, it'll just be approaching San Juan, Puerto Rico. But keep I even went out to different parts area. of town to get shots of, like, before the hurricane. First supermarket is absolutely packed. I never really believed the whole thing with you know the calm before the storm I honestly thought that was just like a big stereotypical thing to say The week leading up to Irma was very smooth I, I was more stressed out about filming than I was about the hurricane my mom was feeling very anxious about the hurricane, but that is mostly because my mom is o- is is the type of person who likes to be prepared for the apocalypse. I wonder if the to to once. And she even told me not to be excited about it because she said that I had no idea what we were gonna deal with. I'm not gonna lie, I am nervous. You know, I. Never really been through one of these. So for the meantime, I'm just out here trying to enjoy the last few moments of nature I guess. Good luck, trees. So when Irma finally made landfall. I had set up like different spots around the house where I was gonna put like my gear to record and to switch from windows to get different kinds of footage. Look at how fast the clouds are moving. It's pretty insane. But the hurricane never really arrived. The storm has definitely not been what they predicted it to be. Irma is like right on top of us, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, we get strong winds, but it's not constant at all. We have definitely dodged a really bad bullet so far. It's like we were waiting around for the the bomb to drop, but it never really did. It never detonated. Turns out we're getting hit by another storm. This morning, Maria was a category one hurricane. Now, as of the 11 a.m. advisory, it jumped two categories. Rapid intensification underway as it's moving into waters in a similar setup that allowed Irma to get so strong so fast. What happened is that the heat in the ocean allowed Maria to intensify very quickly, kind of out of nowhere. Rico. This time we're getting directly hit by the thing, like the eye is gonna go right over us. In fact, I think I'm one of the areas that's gonna be right inside the eye. And all of this just happened like overnight. Like we knew there was some tropical depressions going on around the ocean, but over the weekend, this thing just got massive and massive. And yesterday, Monday, it just went from category one to category five like this. that caught everybody off guard and that is i think where puerto rico really did freak out puerto rico has just been flipped upside down in the last 48 hours like i went out yesterday and it was crazy there's no water anywhere it's been sold out right now i'm in a gas station in literally the middle of nowhere and they don't have gas night. Uh, I think the worst of the storm is going to be tomorrow morning. Even up up until a few hours before the hurricane, we were still going out to buy things and source supplies. All right, so I just got the groceries and they literally just closed everything. And they're like escorting people out of this little parking lot. Um, so Preparing just- for Maria was almost like a rat race. Is that how you guys say it? A rat race? It was just crazy. Clouds are moving fast again. Here we go again. So it is the night that Maria is set to make landfall. The neighbors were actually nice enough to lend us an extension going into my bathroom for, like, the fridge and at least a little lamp, um... And charging your stuff. So, thank you, really. Like, thank you so much. I don't think you guys will ever see this video, but if you do, you have no idea how helpful this has been. There's a few people in my house, friends of my mom's, who are taking shelter in my house because their houses are in danger zones. My house is completely shuttered up, there's no light coming in and, of course, there's the chorus of generators all around us and the smell of gasoline from them. The wind is blowing against my window right now. It it just keeps getting worse and worse. And it's actually, it's really scary. I I honestly don't know what to do. I don't know if I should stay here. It's only three in the morning. I just went to bed like two hours ago. Now I can't sleep. Whoa. I feel as though the shutters are about to come off my windows. This is like already stronger than your mine. It's just getting started. Jesus. It just feels like it's escalating really quickly and I go on my phone with a little bit of service that I have left and I check. We're just experiencing tropical force winds right now, even though it's pretty scary. Uh, But the red area right here is the bad hurricane winds, the 160 mile per hour winds, which are just starting to uh, come into the island. Camera's poking out of out of uh, one of my screen windows. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's a, it's an overwhelming noise. It's like Mother Nature was like screaming. My mom's a very religious lady, so what makes her feel better at this point is holding on to, like, two different rosaries that she's wearing. Something just fell on the roof. It just was like a big boom. And I I feel exhausted. I've been up since 3 a.m. And I fall asleep on the floor. that they felt the calm. So now it's blowing in a different direction and it's pretty hard still. Check it out. So I was tired of hearing this thing and I wanted to see it for myself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Mom. See? I, the wind is so strong that I could see it. It didn't even have rain. Jesus. You know, wind is something that is pretty much invisible, but when you're seeing wind going 160 miles per hour, you know, it's purely visible. Wow. There's a ton of debris all over the streets. The amount of garage doors that it had, that had just been completely ripped out of their frame. There's barely any light poles standing. Like towards the city, you can see the I, you can't see it, but I can see like the, all the trees, all the palm trees. It's just complete deforestation. You know, the, the last time that I looked at the same view, it was completely covered in trees and green. And now it's all—it's just all gone, and it looks depressing. This is Mother Nature. At its fullest. The government, they were just telling us, like, don't go anywhere. Don't even leave your house to walk around. Just stay indoors until further notice. And... It makes sense that they said that because there was a lot that I didn't know I was about to see the next day. Hurricane Maria raked across Puerto Rico on Wednesday as the most powerful storm to strike down in more than 80 years, ripping roofs off buildings, filling homes with water, and knocking out power to the entire population. When we can get outside, we'll find, we will find our island destroyed. So, my car is kind of flooded. Yeah, there is no way a towel is going to suck all that. We found an alternative, which is uh, these cups. Oh, thank God. I was really worried my car wouldn't start. I feel something strange when I hit the- oh my gosh, the park! Jesus. I can't even- this is- It almost seemed like a post-apocalyptic world. There was absolutely no order in the streets. There was no traffic lights, there was no police, there was a bunch of destruction everywhere. Oh my god, this looks like there was nothing ever here. There's literally like seven or eight telephone uh, pole light things just like all over the streets here, It's, it's insane. The easiest part was the hurricane. The truly difficult part? was the aftermath. No 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 Alexander every single day my mom would wake me up and she was like get up, eat breakfast, we gotta go do this thing or that thing or or go fetch water or or see if there's a open Walmart or something. The gasoline lines were guaranteed like 14 hours of waiting. I would like turn off the AC and like roll down the windows even though it was, it was unbearably hot because I was like, I need to preserve my gas no matter what. It was the first time in my life also that I didn't have my phone with me. I would just leave it in the house because it was completely useless it's almost like we went back in time. If you wanted to see somebody, you had to go to their house. We've been on like a constant survival mode. The entire island is just going crazy. I mean, where I live at least a little bit under under control, but I've heard from friends that, you know, around the island, there's a lot of theft going on because of, you know, having absolutely no power, no water, like everything is just a challenge. Like. I, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't remember what it's like to have like a normal life, because it's just like I'm constantly going, going, going. So is my mom, getting like everything done, thing after thing. And right now, I'm running out of gas. I, I just want to get out of here. This is not, this is not life. After two weeks in Puerto Rico, after the hurricane, I <laughs> I wanted to get out. You know, if I had the options to leave, I'm taking the first plane out of here. You know, there was two kinds of people, I think. There was the people who really wanted to leave, and then there was the other kind of people you know i have to stay behind and fight for my island and whatnot and it it, it kind of made me feel like i was weak or like guilty for wanting to leave so my grandmother found us these tickets it was just like you're leaving in 12 hours yes or no Not only did I have to decide, okay, am I going to leave or not? But I also felt bad because there's so many people that wanted to leave and they didn't have the option. At the same time, I just, I couldn't handle being in Puerto Rico anymore. Flight attendants to please prepare for takeoff. And then when the plane took off, it didn't give us a chance to see the whole island, but I saw a peak of it, and it was completely brown. It, it was kind of, it was depressing. I spent a total of three months in Florida, so late September until early January, with my grandpa and my grandma. You know, I, I even, I remember being in Florida and and feeling like, oh my gosh, I have Wi-Fi. That's so luxurious. Like, I had everything and more. We, we flew back to Puerto Rico, and I remember coming back into the island and seeing the green. Wow, so green. it was almost like a green that I had never seen before and my mom kept saying like oh that's because this is like a brand new these are brand new plants my mom had a rough experience during the aftermath she was working full time and then she would come home to to a dark house with no water and have to like manage a a generator by herself and she had to do that for three months and sometimes i would you know say things that perhaps would trigger her to remind me like be mindful because you know there's things about the experience that you don't truly understand because i didn't go through it and she's right It's currently closed, but I mean... The tidal ha- waves wave came in, so this whole area was flooded with the seawater. This whole area was flooded? Yeah. About a month wow. after I came back, my aunt and I... And It's such a beautiful beach. But she offered so to different. drive me around some of the more rural parts of Puerto Rico. Wow. Some of which I had never even been to. Wow. I think this is the worst we've seen so far. Yeah. This this town looks as if the hurricane was like two weeks ago or less. Look at that. Outside of the city, Jesus. it looked like the hurricane had just God. passed. You know, there was palm trees all over the streets still. There was a lot of houses with um, their FEMA identification numbers and stuff. Spray painted on the front. So, this area is very poor. And now, with the hurricane. And then we met with this one woman who was selling hot dogs in front of her house in the middle of nowhere by the beach. We asked her, like, you know, what was your experience? Like, what's going on? And she just told us, like, you know, I still don't have power. I don't have water. I'm just selling hot dogs out here to get by. Especially for those who have so, I felt really. I, I almost felt bad because I was in my house. I was comfortable. I had power, water, even Wi-Fi. And here was this woman who lived, what, 45 minutes away from me, who had none of these things. There's still, like, there's still people with blue tarps over their houses. It's been three years. We are American citizens. Woo! Mr. President, Ricans are Woo! Americans too. Woo! They deserve to be treated with dignity. There is definitely a lot of resentment towards the U.S., you know, from Puerto Rico, at the way that Hurricane Maria was handled. Uh, it, it's almost like we felt forgotten. We are first class. We are citizens Puerto Ricans are first-class citizens, not second-class citizens. And we should be treated as such. You know, like... These are human beings we're talking about that need help. Produced by Nicole Kelly, Peter Lang Stanton, and Matt Frasuka, and edited by Kate Osborne. Our associate producer is Stephanie Brown. Original score and sound design by Steve Bone and Kyle Murdoch. Janet Lee is Senior Production Manager for Vice Audio. If you dig this, please subscribe, share, and leave a review.